0: Hey everybody, don't run with bagpipes. You might poke an eye out, or worse, you might get kilt. Get it? Kilt? Killed? That's what they wear, kilts. Anyway, welcome to the Daily Devotionals Podcast for kids and adults. I am Pastor Colt. Last week, with Thanksgiving, and the fact that I had been sick, I think there was only one devotional. We'll see if we can do a bit better this week. If you remember, we are working our way through the Gospel of Mark, and we are in Mark chapter 4. Jesus has been talking about the kingdom of God, and he's been preaching in parables. I think this is important to remind you that Jesus has said that the kingdom of God will be something that is one day visible to all people, like a lamp on a lampstand. But for now, that is not the case. The kingdom of God is starting out really small, and it's continually growing until one day it's going to be visible to all people. Do you want to know how small the kingdom of God started out? Well, it started with Jesus' birth. This birth of a child that was anything but a noble birth. He was born in a stable. His first bed was a manger. Basically, his birth went unnoticed by most people, and the people who did notice didn't think it was special in the slightest. Well, there was a few, right? There was people, shepherds, who heard angels proclaiming Jesus' birth, and they came to investigate. Others followed a star from a long way away. But these were really the exception to the rule. So here, in verses 30-34, 30-34, through 34, Jesus continues on this theme of teaching in parables about the kingdom. Just listen. And he said, With what can we compare the kingdom of God? Or what parable shall we use for it? It is like a grain of mustard seed, which when sown on the ground is the smallest of all seeds of the earth. Yet when a seed is grown up, and becomes larger than all the garden plants and puts out large branches so that the birds of the air can make their nests in its shade. With many such parables, he spoke the word to them as they were able to hear it. He did not speak to them without a parable, but privately to his own disciples, he explained everything. Now... <clears throat> We talked about a parable before, about a seed, how a farmer puts it in the ground and it grows. It was really an amazing picture of the kingdom. This parable is about a seed too, but it's a little bit different. Here, Jesus highlights the seed's initial size, saying that it's the smallest of seeds, but yet it grows to one of the largest plants in all of the area. The point of the parable seems to be stressing, once again, that the kingdom will start off being very tiny and insignificant and then grow to ultimate triumph. I, I know we've talked about this already some, but I want to highlight something today that you might have missed. Notice that when the seed grows to a plant, The branches are so large that the birds of the air make their nests in its shade. The picture here is that the kingdom grows so large that people will ultimately find comfort within it. Think about this for a moment. This should be of great comfort to places where the Christian church is rather small. When we read the book of Acts and then continue to study what happened in the early church... We know that when the church started to grow, there was people that would come right alongside and try to squash it. And there were some who left the church because of that, but still others found great comfort in the church, even if they were trying to be stamped out. The fact is, the harder people tried to rid the world of Christianity, the more it seemed to grow. There were people that were so convinced that Jesus is who he claimed to be that he was their savior king that they were willing that they were willing to be burned at the stake or die some horrible death i can't imagine people wanting to kill other people for believing in jesus but it did happen and it happened a lot and christianity kept growing in the midst of that on one hand that doesn't make sense. But when you listen to Jesus here about the kingdom of God, it kind of makes perfect sense. Those who are persecuted are kind of like the birds that find their nest in the kingdom of God. It is the kingdom of God that they live in, that they find their strength in. For these, true life is only found in the kingdom of God. To deny or separate oneself from the kingdom It doesn't make any sense to them. When I was growing up, there were a lot of times when I felt very alone. I felt like I was the only Christian, the only disciple, the only Christ follower. Everyone around me didn't seem to care. And what was easy for me is to act like I didn't care at all, too. The only thing is, is I did care. And I realized later on that there was great comfort in the kingdom of God. The Lord provides for us in times like that. When we feel alone, when everyone around us isn't doing things that are right, the Lord provides for those who are his. When times are tough, we trust in the Lord because he provides for us. There's something else here in this passage. We learn here that this is only a sample of the parables that Jesus taught that day. We also learn that Jesus would come back privately and explain all of these things to the disciples. This is the great thing about being one of Jesus' disciples or his followers today, just as it was back then. Jesus' disciples follow him, and one way they follow him today is to read his words. The Lord Jesus speaks to us through the Bible. That's his word. We know what he wants from us by reading the Bible. In other words, just as Jesus explained all of these things to the disciples back then, the Bible is Jesus telling us everything we need to know today. The Bible is an amazing book. Perhaps you're just starting to learn to read or you've been practicing for a while. Perhaps you know, the, you, you know how to read very well. But the Bible is a great book to read. It's a great book to practice reading. And when you practice reading it, find somebody that's a better reader. So you can ask them the questions that you have. Perhaps a, perhaps a, a parent or an older brother or sister. Now if you remember our memory time, we've been uh, talking about the boys and girls catechism questions. We did question one last week. And the question one was, who made me? And the answer is, God made me. Well, question two is, what else did God make? And the answer, God made all things. It's a simple question, but it's very important. The answer is so good. What else did God make? He made you, but God made all things. Join us tomorrow for more of the Daily Devotionals podcast for kids. My name is Colt Robinson. I am the pastor of Bethel Church in Yale, South Dakota. You can find us online at BethelMBChurch.org. You can find this podcast on the web at DailyDevosForKids.com or wherever you like to get podcasts. If you have questions or comments, maybe a joke idea, Don't hesitate to have an adult help you reach out to me on the website or use the message feature in the episode description. Adults, if you like the podcast, please share it on social media. Give us a good rating that will help others find it. See you tomorrow.